Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lepak Kurus with Richard and Shabir. Today we've brought Hello. on two special guests uh, with to interview. They are two talented and aspiring filmmakers who are currently students and they have done a lot of notable things. They have directed an advertisement for Louis Vuitton and they've also done an advertisement for Huawei's OnePlus. Please welcome Raja Adam and Arif Adam. Hi guys. Hello. 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 I'm Raja Adam here. And uh, yeah, he's my I'm colleague. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> Arif, come on, introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, my name is Arif Adam. And yeah, I'm partners with Raja Adam. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Okay, so let's start with the basics. Okay, so Arif, let us know how you met Raja and what got y'all interested in filmmaking and what led y'all to where y'all are today? Oh, how I met Adam is quite interesting because actually my little sister knew him first. Because uh, they had like their little film group, like I think three, four years ago. I'm not sure, Adam. I forgot. Uh, three, I think like around three years ago, yeah. Yeah, and then um, uh, Adam was this person that I've never saw, but I uh, my sister would tell me about him. Now I'll be like, uh, oh, okay, Adam, Adam, Adam. And then one day, suddenly, he walked into my international business class in college. And then I was like, I don't know why he looks so familiar. So I texted my sister. I was like, is his name Adam Iskandar? And my sister was like, yeah. And I was like, I think he's in my class. And then from there, I I don't know. And then, since then, we've just been friends, and uh, we decided to do film together, and we were in the same class. So yeah, we're both in the film course now. Oh, mm-hmm. nice, nice. You guys are second years, correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. So, Raja, what got you interested in filmmaking or the industry? Like, what, what, what drove your passion? Oh damn! Um, I would say, I would say, it's a, I would say, it's a huge chain of events, and it's and it big snowball effect of like how I got into film. So it's just really like, it's not just like, oh, it's one film that really defined me, like, you know, my whole, it's a whole career change. It was like a, an accumulation of like consuming, you know, other films that I didn't know I would like, you know, the surprise of films. And and some of these films, you know, I still hold them very close to my heart. And these are like some of the films that, um, you know, that have driven my passion for movies, you know. And later on, I found out, you know, I feel like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like uh, I I could be like really good at this, you know, because I feel like, you know, I want to make stories come true. There are like some stories that need to be heard instead of like your typical like blockbuster um, extravaganza fantasy like stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Bro, is it the one where like you post like, I mean, I've seen, I mean, I follow your Instagram, right? And you like mm-hmm. post like so much reviews and you post like so much. Of your opinions <laughs> on like movies and <laughs> oh, Adam man, is yeah. the real film bro here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, sadly, uh yeah. So I, I would consider myself like it's a real like, you know, I consider myself to like I reviewed movies um what what is like to my friend or whether mm-hmm. whether it was to my like parents or to like just posting up on Instagram, just like how Lija mentioned. Um at first there were like some movies I would just like post it on post them up on my Instagram story or just like put it as a post. I still remember like, oh god, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like one of the first posts I put up for a review was um was Avengers Age of Ultron, you know? And at the time I really 
I really did like it when I was 15, you know, I was 15. And then now I, I probably don't like see it in that, in that, in that gray of a light anymore because, you know, it's Marvel. And then, you know, obviously we start to, obviously like, you know, the Marvel hype is dying now. It's no, way, it's not. Yes. So, okay. so you're taking the yeah. Scorsese, you're taking the Scorsese uh, approach lah. Um, so, guys, Scorsese is right. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it here. <laughs> hey, Adam, okay, Adam was like a huge Marvel fan, okay. Yeah, okay, but I, okay, but just to put out that I, I, I really did love Endgame, though. Just, just putting out that sadly. Um, that one, I'm okay. That one, I'm pretty much not ashamed to like, um, admit. I, I'm not that ashamed to admit that I really like that. But yeah, other than that, um. You know, I I feel like the most of the Marvel movies have been like giving leaving a slowly like a very subpar taste in my mouth so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, we can't blame you lah. Age of Ultron is really bad, uh, dude. I would say yeah, it's not really, bad. When it came out, it was really good. When it came out, it was like top tier in the market because nobody mm-hmm. could rival that. Even when Endgame came out, it's still unrivaled. So in the superhero scene, still like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is unrivaled. And I don't know. I'm a huge Marvel buff, so I cannot stand for. I all mean, of it's good. This I change. mean, it's a good, but it's not like up to par to like Endgame or the other Avengers, right? For sure. For sure. Okay, j- just to put out there, I, I did not expect coming to this podcast topic talking about Marvel movies because I thought that died already. <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, Age of Ultron is Age of Ultron is fine. It's, it's like. It, it's like it's fine right. to good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they yeah. killed Quicksilver. But that's sugar coating, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, like... But, uh, but like, I disagree because I feel like uh, Marvel movies mm. are and uh, like very enjoyable because it's it's similar to like TV shows where you just want to know what happens next. And it's a bit of fun to watch. It's not something you watch and then you're like heavily criticizing all like the filmmaking days, you know. It's, I mean, Scorsese is right about what he says, but it doesn't make it any less of a movie or anything. I mean, there should be respect to be made for a film like that because it does take a lot of effort and so on. Yeah, and then like I, I like just adding on to Iris point, you know, like you know, filmmaking like has to be addressed, just like what Scorsese said. But there are like some points in Marvel movies where like, oh, you know, what? some of this is pretty good. Um, I think most of them in their later movies or even their early movies, um, where they address like some some of the themes, you know, um, so like see some of the some of the themes like in. I think, like yes, in in Endgame, yeah. yeah, in Endgame, there's like some good themes in Black Panther. You know, like some of these later ones, they they have been like addressing some of these issues. You know, um, so for Black Panther about you know like like you know the African American experience, you know, and like how they've been um so oppressed, you know, by the system, and they found out that a community of like of of their own is not even helping that system, and they're just like you know living out there in peace and you know and that is a real issue you know that's a real mm-hmm. issue out there so yeah this is just like some of the stuff like um, marvel did address that's why black panther is like one of the like most well-regarded marvel movies yeah yeah, yeah. Oscar, oscar. it won an oscar i think you're not mistaken uh it won a few it, it won few oscars but not uh-huh. in, like the writing category or what but it did got nominated for best picture after that i mean that's soundtrack a- is all right yeah, uh, yeah, do it. Production design and costume design, everything, and and best soundtrack. Yeah, so oh. yeah, um, oh my yeah, God. yeah, and best soundtrack because in that Shit. year there was in okay, yeah, I was I did not like the that year's Oscars. You know, just thinking back about it, you know, 
At the time, I was like pretty fine, but yeah, that that Oscars that year was pretty terrible. <laughs> but yeah, Shabir uh, and Lisa, like, do you guys are are you guys like film? Do you guys watch movies a lot? Like other oh, than like yeah. uh, the mainstream movies, lah. Dude, I'm a huge um, movie buff. Man. I'll say I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. Ah <laughs> yes, Nolan Nation. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Do you, do you, I mean, do you like Tenet? Bro, I haven't watched Tenet. How? I mean, because of Tenet. Covid lah, bro. I mean, Covid. Then my mom wouldn't let. Ah la ma. Yeah, quite sad. I've been wanting to watch Tenet so badly, man. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably never get the experience in IMAX ever again, so... Uh, fair, fair. I think one of the... I think one of the best things about Nolan, for me, what made him the best director was the Batman movie with Joker in it. I think that was the second one. Dude, that one will be my all-time favorite Batman. The way they depicted Batman, the way they depicted Joker, that's just be my all-time favorite. And then it's just Nolan, you know. He just puts the magic there. But what do you think about it, though? I uh, think about what specifically. Uh yeah, like what, what, like what, what do you think Nolan did to make it like different from other Batman movies, and like what aspects of like the film that you like? I think the aspect that I like the most is I think the dynamic that he made between the Batman, and the Joker, and how the Joker was portrayed is very interesting to me. Of how like Heath Ledger went from just being a rom com actor to actually doing such a serious mm. methodical role of like a like a psychopath or like a, I can't I don't know what the right term for that character was but yeah it's just insane how he could direct Heath into doing what he did so Nolan has that magic man I mean look at Inception Inception is still regarded as one of the best movies of all time mm, true and The Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time so oh film bro moment here we go. <laughs> <Film bro> moment. <laughs> allow it man yeah, I allow it though. It is, it is like pretty god tier, I have to say. True, true, true. Very true. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. What's what's more to say, right? It's like his creativity. It's crazy, lah. Like movies, like The Prestige. Oh, this Okay, yeah. Prestige is so far. I haven't finished rewatching all of his movies because some of his movies I haven't seen in a few years. But so far, The Prestige has been like you know so far my favorite. I, I prefer it over the dark night. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. I, I still don't get it to this day because I watched it like when I was younger, but I still regard it as <laughs> pretty pretty good movie. Yeah, you, you should rewatch it again. again man. You yeah, have to see it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a must, man. Okay, okay, but most important thing to come out is podcast guys. Like rewatching movies yeah, especially when you're older is very important. Mm. It it allows you to like, you know, have your own opinion and not from your opinion when you were like 10 or 14 years old. But um, yeah, you know, so you have a much more like matured mind that you can see, you know, or like what's good and what's bad. So yeah. That's fair. What do you guys uh, think about like, uh, I mean, a lot of movies do like good movies, especially do a lot of good themes. Like, have you guys seen Snowpiercer? Oh yeah, I've seen Snowpiercer. I have not seen it yet. So for anyone who hasn't seen Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer is basically a reflection of what the director of the movie or the creator of the movie thinks society is like. And it's a pretty accurate description or reflection of society, in my opinion. And the ending of the movie and what happens throughout the movie is just mind-blowing, dude. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, is the director of recent the recent Oscar winner Parasite. So yeah, wow. and that one was okay. That one is pretty much like his probably his like masterpiece. Like really, there's like no movie that was like as good as Parasite last year. Like, like to me, I know some. I know like a lot of people have been saying Parasite is great. Parasite is great, but really like that sh- that like really blew me away. Parasite yeah. is almost like the perfect movie. Honestly, like. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like in terms of like cinematography and editing and just everything about it, it's so detailed, so precise. Yeah. Um, I mean, at first when I watched first, I was like, ah, it's not bad. But when when you start to realize all these things, all the layers that Wong Jun Ho uh, added onto the film, it really is like a masterclass in like filmmaking. <laughs> I know, like. Yeah, and and Arif and Arif just like just like adding to your point, you know, I don't, I I think the acting is like not talked about. You know, it's like there are you you believe these are like okay, like obviously you know you believe these are real people, but you know these are some performances that are really like you know you you don't even realize like oh my god that's acting. You just see them as like real people, which is essentially true. Like what that's people true. forgot about acting, you know. Very very powerful performances. Yeah, very very powerful really. So yeah. And it's just like yeah, a lot of their subtlety and micro expressions. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can I like, totally relate to like Arif actually. Like at first when I like first watched Parasite, actually I didn't get like what's the hype on the hype about it. Mm-hmm. Others like any other movie. I mean the storyline is good lah, but the more like looked about it, the more like the the details it produced and whatnot, it's actually crazy man. Yeah, yeah, it is mad, dude. Like I do not know how. Someone could actually be that precise. Like, it's, like, perfectly paced, you know. It's, like, I don't know, man. Like, when you watch it... Agents, man. True. Thinking things to the next level. Plus, like, what what, what it brought to, like... um, Because it's the first foreign movie to win the best picture, right? Yeah. Isn't it? It's, like, yeah. I think it's one of the... Asian movie? Yeah, so it it brought, like... um, Not just the film is good, but it it opens up, like, this... uh, opportunity for foreign films um actually be on the main stage for once instead of like an american movie you know mm-hmm. 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 i mean um i mean like just like adding on to that you know like when we we always say like foreign movies we always say like like foreign movies you know but technically the american movies are technically foreign movies to us you know like us as local malaysians you know so yeah so that's why when like um stuff like these Stuff like Parasite, they win. You know, now the Americans they're like opening up, they're opening up to like you know, all these Asian categories instead of like nine out of ten of the nominations are all American based. They should look. It's also based on marketing, you know, and and how the people market their movies. You know, the Americans allow more marketing for all these Asian movies, European movies, and now probably yeah. So yeah, we hope it'll be a good next decade for. Um, Malaysia more representation and hopefully Malaysia so yeah uh-huh. speaking, speaking about that mm-hmm. what what do you guys think of the y'all are familiar with Finas correct yes sir yes yes. so what do y'all think of Finas's um, goal or aspirations to create a film industry which can produce Oscar worthy content do you think it's achievable okay first of all like the flaw in that is like um all the Oscars in the end of the day it's just it's just an award, you know, like they shouldn't be like, oh, I'm making movies for an Oscar, you know, like 
uh, in the end, people tend to forget filmmaking is still an art form. You don't make art for awards, you know. Uh, if you look at it that way, you can never make a good movie. I swear to you, like you will never make a good movie if you just aim for an Oscar all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just just adding on to that, you know, it's like what adding on to like what I said about art, you know, it is about expressing yourself. Yes, it is about. Um, okay, some people might just be in it for the money, you know, but you know, it's really just like the process of like collaborating with everyone who probably has the same ideas. And the same mindset of like what what's going on, and then you know I think um, seeing people's perspectives that would create room for like awards, and this is like what people will love cinema for because you know some of the best movies ever have never been nominated for an Oscar or have ever won an Oscar before. So like yeah, even yeah, some, sister. Yeah, I, I know it, it's it, it's just it's just like it's just like um, the general like. It's just okay. Have you ever heard of um, The Shining? Everyone, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's heard of The Shining, right? Like everyone, like at the time, everyone <laughs> disregarded that, you know, within that year. And then now it's considered like one of the best horror movies of all time. And yeah, it, it is also like it is also one of my favorite movies, favorite horror movie, you know, um, if I have to say so. And yeah, that that has yeah. that has been nominated for like, a few Razzies. Like Razzies are like you know. They're like the worst. They're like the worst of the year. That kind of awards, kind of, awards kind of ceremony. So yeah, and you know now it's considered like a masterpiece, and it's considered like you know a cinematic achievement. A lot of movies have been like that. Have been like you know cult, been snub. like cult movies have been snubbed, and then you know now it, it's all it's all it's all about you know, um, it's all about the audience you know and like and like how they see it. In the later years, I think that's what's very special about you know art form, because you because you don't just you don't you don't feel like you know some of these artists they just win like a Nobel Prize for everything, because but but they get recognized because they are loved by people, you know they're loved by artists all around the world. So yeah, this this my tea in that. I mean, do you think that like the film scene in the film industry in Malaysia in general, they're they're not up to par compared to like. The other like films of like like great uh, names, or do you think like it's progressing? It's getting better and better. Uh, like, I I I definitely think it's progressing. If you look at um statistics, uh, mm-hmm. our box office for Malaysian films it's actually increasing as well. Like uh, we've had more films coming out than the last ten years, I think, and and I believe that a lot of people in Malaysia are watching movies and like you know. I'm sure a lot of people around everyone here watches a lot of films, but Malaysia, I feel like, have been found their identity because I feel like that's the issue with Malaysia. They they are having like an identity crisis right now, and like we don't know completely what our culture is because like you could make all this um like tribal films and stuff, but the people in the city are the people who watch films in the end of the day, like not all these kampung people. So we. We can't really relate to these type of films, and it's really, um, I would say there. I mean, there's commercial type of films and artistic type of films. It sometimes it gets too artistic to the point like, uh, you know, you, we we cannot we cannot really relate, you know. So the the thing about filmmaking is you have to balance commercial and art, and as sad as that may sound, it is still pretty fun to find that balance. 
and Malaysians don't romanticize Malaysian movies. So what what can we do? Like we we have to find a rhythm for it, and I'm I'm sure we will in the next like decade for sure. Yeah, I mean the last Malaysian movie I saw, like like I completed the whole movie was, I think Police Evil Two. Or police evil one. I can't remember which one was it. One of, the, like, one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those movies. I, I've seen like less than five. Like, I mean, it's sad to say, but I've seen like less than five Malaysian movies, and I just wanna, you know, I hope that one day our film industry can be like a banner of pride for all of us, because currently we have nothing to show for it, or nothing substantial to show for it, in my opinion. I think. Oh, I think one thing we have to address right now is that. The locals have to see Malaysian local films. They have to be. They have to see Malay, uh, Malaysian films in the cinemas or on Netflix or whatever streaming platform there is. So that way, uh, that way, the the studio or the people know that you know, or at least like all the studio heads will know that. Oh, you know, people are watching a movie. We should create. Um, we should create. We should make movies for them. And you know, the audience will obviously get smarter along the years as the years goes by. But yeah. I feel like the issue is also like we don't market our movies properly. Like. Yeah, really, exactly. like, so I don't feel I don't I don't know when the film comes out or anything. I mean, I would like to support local film, but if you see the trailer and it's absolutely like garbage, right? Why would I spend twelve ringgit to watch a film? You know, like, and when the marketing is so bad, like, we don't even know that the film is coming out. You know, unless you're watching another movie and you see the trailer for it in the cinemas. So I feel like we're not spending enough time on marketing as well, and that's why, I mean. We know Malaysians watch movies. It's not like people here are like, ah, oh, you know, movies are like something obscene. Like we don't do. It's definitely a norm here, you know. Speaking yeah. of like marketing, like I've seen like advertisement bots of like Malaysian movies that was released like two like last year, like a year or like two ago. It's insane. Like the marketing was is actually pretty bad. Yeah, and it, it comes down to like Malaysian people, right? Like for like, if you were to go to like cinemas, like GSC or TGV, cinemas in general are basically like you. If you were to pay like twelve, fifteen ringgit for ticket, like I think like a majority of Malaysians they wouldn't have like a mindset to want to like have to watch a Malaysian film. They already like, hey, look, I'm spending like fifteen ringgit on like have a great time. Would I take the risk of of watching a Malaysian film, or or I like? Go on to watch like a Western film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah it's true. much they have like that mindset. I think uh, I think one factor like I think one factor that has been mentioned out there is the competition. You know how you mentioned you know how you mentioned about Western and uh, local movies. You know and obviously the Western movies are of higher quality, like production wise mm-hmm. and all. And yeah, and you know, I I would and I do agree with you. You know, like I would rather like watch all these um all these like foreign movies. I would watch all these foreign American movies, um, European movies, Asian, uh, maybe probably even like Korean cinema. You know, recently, recently I've gotten, recently I'm like slowly diving into foreign movies, and you know, like sometimes I would do like this regard, like yeah, you know, I probably will watch a local movie because yeah, I do agree with you. Most of the local movies I've seen are like pretty much trash, really. <laughs> but there's only that's oh, only boy. have been. I've not seen Bobo, I've not seen Bobo Boy, I've not seen Asian Ali. Even though I heard Asian Ali has some has some like good reviews, but I haven't gotten around to it. Um yeah, there's only been like two Malaysian movies that I was like, oh yeah, you know, this is somewhat decent. But 
maybe yeah. I could uh, try recommending some to you because I've heard about mm. I think one was I think Pascal I think Pascal's a Malaysian production maybe yes Pascal another was I think one two Jagat I think uh, that one one two Jagat yeah yeah, um, yeah some recommendations I I can give out to everyone um is um this this one is this one is just me you guys can like help go out to find out okay so everyone obviously knows like Yasmin Ahmad she's like she's like quite a renowned legend filmmaker who has passed away like for like what is it, 11 years really but yeah some of her films they really touch they really touch on you know forbidden romance you know like um the like she's she's just like romanticizing you know the the norm for a malay dating a chinese guy mm. and this is for sepet you know i think wow. i think yeah yeah sepet is like it's like one of these movies that pretty much every malaysian like probably has heard of it or have seen it or if you haven't seen it, then that's probably like one of the movies that you should watch to understand, you know, what's going on. Um, in two thousand and five, two thousand and six, around there, yeah. Still going another, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Another okay, a very very recent one that I've watched that probably Arya doesn't agree with me that I really like is um this movie Roh. called Roh. Hmm. It's called Roh. So so Roh is a Malaysian horror movie directed by Emer as one, and yeah, I really really liked it because i felt like instead of like your typical like instead of your, like your typical jump scare kind of oh, movie yeah instead of your typical jump scare movie with no with no um, layers beneath it and just there just for like a cheap scare and there's like just there for shock value wrong was something was like mm-hmm. It was it was very artistic. It, it, it was pretty artistic. Like even like Irish just thinks it, it's way too artistic. I think that's the movie he was. I just thought that I think that it's way too artistic. <laughs> it's just I feel like I didn't understand what was going on, and I watched it with like four other people, and they all didn't know what was going on. That's why <laughs> yeah. we called you. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he called me on the phone. He was like, "What was Roof about, actually?" And then, um, and then I watched with my we I watched with like our classmate, you know, and we thought like, yeah, you know, this is this is really good. This is like one of the best works I've seen. You know, and yeah, it is. It can be a bit artistic. It can be hard, a bit hard to understand. But instead of like um, lying down on that typical um, jump scare kind of movie, which I absolutely hate, I just like watch one Indonesian movie t- today that just like rely on that shock value and like having no layers to your story. It's just there for, just for like entertainment. I cannot dig those kind of horror movies. <laughs> but then. Yeah. Malaysia has like limitations to our filmmaking as well. Like you have to, like, yeah. you know, there are things that you mm-hmm. cannot do, and like, you know, it's just. I guess I don't oh, blame. Yeah. I don't blame like the films here not to be, you know, on par with certain other countries. You know, but yeah. you know our censorship board is is a bit ridiculous as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think just just to address that. You know, I think every nation that does have a censorship board is just like you know like how creative can we be? But obviously, the stuff that we want to say politically is is obviously it will be like shut down by our censorship board. So I think yeah, so so that's why like Ari was like talking about this lah. So yeah, I think Roh was like I think Roh is a pretty good movie of like uh of like how a movie like worked around its budget, you know, if it's within its limitations. And yeah, I was, I was, I was like really, I was really surprised by it. I was expecting to like, yeah, it's probably gonna be another like overrated, um, movie that, you know, Malaysians do like. But I came out of it really liking it. So yeah. Fair, fair, mm-hmm. fair. Man, I should yeah. not know about it. I should 
check it out actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I I can just I, I can just like recommend it to you. Um, Roh is on this website. It's on this streaming site. It's called Mubi M U B I, and you can just probably use a free trial for it, and then it's on Mubi. You can you can see it right now, and that would like that would be enough. And it's a very short movie. It's like one hour twenty minutes long, or probably ar- around there. So yeah, it's it's just a very okay. short game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay. So okay, moving on to like, so let's stop like let's stop talking about like movies for a while. Which, ah, like, my favorite uh, topic. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to like the things that you guys do. I, I'm oh. actually like quite curious to like the things you guys actually do. So here's my like my first question to you guys. I mean, do like before like actually filming for like advertisements for like Louis Vuitton and for like, the OnePlus, where I've seen, do you think you actually like? like imagine that you guys would have got like gotten selected for to direct those advertisements for like a, such a large magnitude of those brands um i mean it, we are very lucky to have um, adam's sister's connection uh and we i'm not sure which louis vuitton video you saw there was two maybe you seen you seen both yeah 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 okay um for the first one, we, we, uh, Adam's sister, Alicia, Alicia, I mean, uh, she, she asked if we wanted to shoot this thing for free and we're like, uh, yeah, yeah I guess so, like, why, why the hell not, you know? <laughs> um, plus if it's free, which I recommend to, if freelancers are doing stuff, it's always start out with free work because there's less pressure to it, but always do your best. And that's what really did from there we just tried our best and we had two days to figure out what to do and me i was we shot on wednesday uh monday night adam asked me if i wanted to shoot it so we had tuesday and wednesday to basically like figure everything out yeah <laughs> yeah wow, wow. Okay. um for for that me and me and adam actually have our process is just we brainstorm you come over and we just look at videos for like hours like like no no lie like we just go yeah, through it's really, it yeah like any like any fashion so, so like at the time you're watching fashion films and yeah, we because we have sh- no idea of like any fashion films <laughs> at the time so yeah we're just like yeah we just watch movies and we cannot stress on like how many like hours we've watched um fashion yeah films, like really. we cannot stress on that uh, but now yeah. it's more it's more controlled now like, because we've seen quite a quite a bit and then i i think we both we both have found a rhythm of like what we like and maybe what we don't like. Um, mm-hmm. But at that time, we are still figuring it out. Plus, we were quite new to like all these short form type of videos for social media or like for ads mm-hmm. or brands. Because we've always just been like, yeah, we're going to go into the film industry and you know, make movies and stuff. But uh, filmmaking has different mediums, I guess, like different formats. Of it. And th- I mean, we've really enjoyed doing this. Um, we take a lot of inspiration from a lot of different creators. Uh, usually they're overseas, but they are more, <laughs> they're definitely more skilled than us. But we, I mean, we're all just learning. Me and Adam, we just started film like a year or not even two years. For me, not even two years ago. So uh, it's just like a stepping stone. We, uh, we, we don't really mind if it does, it doesn't turn out well. Like <clears throat> in our opinion, the OnePlus video wasn't, uh, the best thing we did and uh, me and Adam were pretty bummed about it because we we, we actually we really wanted to do something on the phone but then uh, I think our planning was pretty 
horrible environment and a lot of things happened and it didn't turn out the way we wanted and now that is considered our like subpar type of video uh, yeah. yeah even though like a lot of people like say oh my god yeah that one this video is really good but we're just like you know we as us as creators we're just like yeah you know we know you could do better that's like you're whole... very critical of yourselves la. That's yeah that's we are like we are our own worst critics you know Mm. And yeah, there's nothing, <clears throat> there's nothing worse, lah. Really, I feel. Pros but what do you have to say about it? Like, Lee Jia. Yeah, well, like you've seen the videos, right? But uh, which one is your favorite? Wait, the one that you guys mentioned that that it was yeah. that was a, the one plus one, right? Yeah. yeah, I really love the the one with Louis Vuitton. That one, that was really great. Wait, uh, the the day, the one in the daytime or the one in the night? <laughs> the daytime one. The daytime one. Uh, oh okay, wow. Right. Okay. okay. Wait, is it surprising that I actually loved it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like actually quite surprised. Okay, wait, uh, Shabir, what, what about you? <laughs> uh, I think same would be the Louis Vuitton one. I think it just, the vibe of the video was really like fun and chill. And it didn't feel like an ad. It felt more like a music video kind of thing. That's why I liked it. And it was easy to watch. You know, sometimes when you know it's an ad, you're just like, ah, I have to sit through three minutes or two minutes of this. But this felt like, you know, it, it didn't feel like an ad. That's why it was like nice to watch. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so it was definitely it was definitely the music that really like hit it <laughs> hit it home for us. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh mentioning music, music is very important in like these type of videos because it really uh, ties everything together. But we don't want our music to be too dominating. But we just want it to complement everything else just nicely, you know. Uh, I guess that's what film's about. You just gotta balance everything well and nothing overpowers or stands out by itself. So, okay. I wanna know, what do you guys, what would you guys like advise smaller content creators or smaller filmmakers or people who aspire to do what you do? What advice would you give them? In the end, we are still small because like I said, like honestly, I've, I've just picked up a camera lesson Okay, now I think by now, yeah, it should be two years already by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only started shooting videos for real this year. Um, uh, you know, there are a lot of really talented people out there. But uh, me and Adam are really lucky to have our connections. Uh, and when you do things like this, it's really important to make connections and talk to people. Uh, uh, your skill could be really mediocre or like just decent. But... You know, if you know the right people, then you can get into the industry. But if you look at it in a way of, like, you want to make the best content for yourself, then just go out there and just shoot every day, honestly. Like, if you go to my Instagram, I'll post all these random videos of, like, my sister washing her hands. Yeah, that's me yeah, at my friend's yeah, house. I still remember <laughs> that if you guys see artists, like, washing hands video, that's the most random thing I've ever seen. Most random video I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, I, I, guess, I guess it worked. <laughs> it's so random. Yeah, yeah, just just do something consistently and don't 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 pull out, you know, don't 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 do something halfway and then be like, ah, you know, it's not good enough. But I just just be critical of yourself, but never beat yourself down on like just be consistent. Always do the thing that you love. And you say you want to do it and just do it. Don't don't be like, oh you know, the weather's not nice today or oh, the lighting's not nice today. I'll do it tomorrow, you know. Everything just takes consistency because I don't think I'm the most creative person as well, but you know, you do things and you learn like what's good and what's bad, you know, what you don't like and what you like. And then you slowly start to find your own style and things because you know what you don't like and you know what you like. And then slowly you find your own path. But just, but mm. people rush in too much. You know, everyone's just 
like I want like racing against like what 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 are people trying to figure out, man? Like we're we're all just learning, you know. Like just take it slow, lah. Don't don't be like, oh, I want to shoot my first cinematic masterpiece of a short film, and you have like a thousand ringgit or less budget, and then like you know, just don't do stuff like that. And, like you have to be smart as well, lah. Like realistic you know, expectations, lah. Basically, yep, yeah, realistic. And and I think that applies to a lot of other things, not just what me and Adam do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I totally agree. With you agree with you on that, because I, I've I've known like businesses like, like putting film aside like businesses, where they like like people who start businesses they have like zero like prior knowledge to like open up a business and they're rushing and they want to do like something big, and like hmm. this like this this kind of stuff normally it doesn't turn out good. So yeah, coming back to like what you said, yeah, definitely right. You gotta like yeah. Start on yeah, you have to things. have the eyes of like a beginner. Like, just always see yourself as a beginner and just yeah. Always wanting to see everything. Don't cut corners or anything. Don't try to dazzle your way into the thing. Just you know, just learn everything. Just fail and then learn from it. Fail and then learn from it. You know, that's it. Try and error is your best friend, lah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think just adding on to what Arif said. Um. Even masters, like I'm just gonna put it out there for everyone. Even masters like Martin Scorsese, he even says he still considers himself like a student of cinema. This is how he claims it, you know. And he's still learning. He's he's probably gone. He's like seventy plus already, and he still considers um learning. You know, he's still he's still learning about a lot of stuff. You know, and I think most important thing for me to give to give out to everyone is learn, learn to fail, learn to do your best learn to pick up the camera, learn to shoot stuff, learn about things. I think learning is is really like is really like one of the most powerful things that a um, human can can possess. This is what separates us from like humans, you know. Uh, it, it is what separates us as um as as humans and, and animals, you know, is that we have the ability to think and mm-hmm. we have the ability to like um bring ourselves um back back up, you know, after a very hard day. It's really that journey that really like defines you lot. So I say yep. just like learn as much as you can. Uh, and learn. be patient. Yes, be patient also. Mm-hmm. Because think, like yeah. like you know, you, you you when you want to make money, like who like I know a lot of people who just want to make money fast. And like like who who are you trying to show? You know, like like the when uh, Litya said about like starting business and just rush into things. You know, it's just like take it slow, man. Like. You know, you if you only get it wrong if you're trying to do it for someone else. You gotta have that motive to like improve, to like constantly improve, get better with things, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great advice. Great advice. Okay, so I mean, coming so we are on to like towards the end of that podcast. But this like the last question for you guys. What future plans or goals do you guys like plan to have or plan to achieve? This goes to both both of you. I'll let Adam answer first. No, 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 no wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. There's okay. There's this one. There's this one thing we really want to go for, like probably like next year or probably the year after, but hopefully next year. Was it art? I'm not sure which one you're implying on the the Dior the Dior thing, man. Ah, yeah. uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. we we want. To have, we want to shoot something for Dior, and it's, it's specifically actually this 
<laughs> ridiculous is this uh, International Women's Day campaign because we saw the last two years and it was hideous, man. Okay, this year's one, not bad, but last year's one was terribly made. I'm sorry to whoever made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so, so like we, we, after we saw the video, we were like so driven to like, okay, we cannot like, we cannot like shoot something like this, you know. We also be, <laughs> okay, so what I mean, learn everything also is, is learn from the good and learn from the bad as well. Because true, once true. you see the bad stuff, you sort of know what to avoid. <laughs> yeah, so very true, very true. Yeah, you learn from both sides. Like other than that, yeah. yeah. Other than that, uh, me and Arthur, I don't care for me. Like, I want to have my first feature by when I'm thirty, or just to be credited in a feature film by thirty. I don't know about them, but okay, credited as the credited as production assistant, right? Better than nothing. Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I so I, I I yeah I think I think like for Arif and us you know I think our end goal is really just like just like shooting I think just like shooting like like commercials and also shooting commercials with a story you know um, I, this I think this just like shows how powerful you know um some yeah. of the commercials that has really good stories I think for local ones for you know Yasmin Ahmad's commercials they don't even they don't even like they don't even relate to fashion us at all they're not even talking about like like petrol at all you know they, they, talk, they talk about you know human stuff you know what is deeper valley ads um those Iraya ads are ads. a part of our culture and kind of a part of our history yeah yeah exactly and you know some and malaysia does have this has really great stories to tell it's just it's just a matter of like someone picking up the camera and like writing down on paper and just like telling them you know and it's yeah even like all these american commercials even some of the best ones are the ones that are very story driven it's sort of like oh very like brand focused and like oh look how great this bag is some of them some of the best ones are like really story story driven really besides yeah. apples a- apple's ones are like are like really phenomenal yeah apple yeah some of apple's ones are very story driven some of them are very they're marketed towards like certain groups of people and all but yeah apple's ones are like really like persuasive marketing you know yeah so yeah yeah okay that's great we i mean i really hope to see more of your content more of your ads hopefully feature yes. films one day going on the big oh. big screen or any any and all screens for that so you guys thank you so much for coming on and taking time out and love the stuff you're doing keep it up all right okay. thank you thank you guys so much you know thank you to the laypark gurus yeah thank you so much guys really yeah, Brilliant. thanks for having me. It's my first podcast, so uh Whoa, first. <laughs> I, I you can put this in your portfolio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. put it put it when when we go big lah. Put it yeah. when, when you go no, big. No, we'll, we'll just when put it all of us go big. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. We'll, we'll still we'll still put it in portfolio no matter what. So yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries, guys. Thank you guys okay. for taking the time and really yeah, you guys as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, thank you so much for, for asking us today. Okay, so we've it's come to leisure, man. So, thank you guys so much for listening and staying to the end of this episode. And we we'll see you on to the next one. Bye-bye.